Okay, I would like to welcome, um, yeah, sorry, do that again, Pam and Nikki from the Nature Through Arts Collective. Um, thanks for joining us today. Nice to be here. Thank so, you. Yeah. do you want to tell me a little bit about um, the collective to begin with and, and what you guys um, do? Mm. Well, uh, yeah, I guess we could sort of say sort of what we're about. And uh, really, we're about connecting people and organisations through arts and nature to sort of really support and empower communities to, to be as diverse and creative and vital as they can be, really, in a, in a nutshell. Good. And it is what nature through arts is, is Yeah, about. exactly, yeah. yeah. And have you been, were you long-time friends or is it, is it through the collective you've met each other or is it uh, mm. friends who've started the collective <laughs> kind of like that? Actually, Nikki and I worked in national roles in the Department of Conservation until the beginning of last year, ah, the cool. end of 1913, so I was leading the national education programmes in DOC and Nick. I've been, a, a, um, I've been working in conservation for over 20 years and a lot of that is in communications and community outreach. Um, and then, as <coughs> Pam said, we both left um, DOC and the thing that sort of inspired me, actually, is is, is a, um, a quote that Alan Alder has said, that um, you've got to get out of the the um, city of your comfort and into the wilderness of your intuition, yeah. <laughs> which is sort of what Nature Through Arts mm. is about, really. It's moving into that more intuitive space because we've worked in conservation for many years and done a lot of outreach and education. And what we want to do now is actually move into that more creative, imaginative space and combine it with nature um, and science and to you, sort of experiment, really. Yeah. yeah. And do you think there's been a change in in the in the world that's caused you to kind of start thinking about because um, there's a lot about um, getting children involved with nature, isn't there? And mm. maybe 20 years ago when you guys started at Doc, that wasn't so much of a problem, was it? Um, the time is right. There's just a lot of things coming together right now, research and and happening. So you've got the very famous Richard Liu with his research into something called nature deficit disorder. And it's surprising that even in New Zealand, with more and more people living in cities, kids are often spending minimal time in in the outdoors or in what we'd call nature, Mm. whether it's their own backyard or or something further afield. Um, And then at the same time, there are some international initiatives that are coming down to New Zealand around recognising the the importance of building resilient cities now so that our cities are where we live, that's the reality. We're not living in the country where most of us are in cities, but those cities can be incredibly sort of resilient and life-supporting. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so last year, New Zealand signed up just to, call, to something called the Child-Friendly Cities Initiative, which is an international initiative under UNICEF. But remember when Richard Louvre was here, he was talking about the possibilities in Wellington. He was so excited by what he saw going on in Wellington, particularly with the big conservation project at Zealandia. Yeah, having and the, the sanctuaries. And the moving out of, of those species and yeah. the possibility of really creating wildlife corridors so that you've got... You know, you don't have to go to a sanctuary only to, to experience what our... What, what's nature like in New Zealand? What's it all about? We're starting to see it spilling out over mm. into the cities. Exactly, and yeah, yeah. So there's, there was, we, we really we were looking at the issues, disconnect from nature and kids struggling with science because it's a bit too academic and needing to engage them really emotionally so they get enthusiastic about things before they dive into the science. But yeah. as much as anything, it was an opportunity and a vision that, that sparked us, I think. And yeah. Richard Louvre, just to throw in another quote, quoted something that 
Martin Luther King said that really stayed with us. And it, King said, you know, unless we can imagine the kind of future that we want to go to, then how can we go there? Mm. Which kind of brings mm. us to the project yeah, so, imagine yeah, mm. city. So he, re- yes, he, he, re- Richard Louvre recognised that there was a lot of that Wellington was very, he very did. special with a lot of um, yeah the sanctuary mm. right on everybody's doorstep. Yes. Sorry, not the sanctuary. He did. Now. He always and, um, raised a challenge really to, yeah. to Wellingtonians to say, and, um, look, you've got a fantastic city. Yeah. And so, what yeah. are you doing when? I, so, you're t- tell me about the Imagine My City, <laughs> okay. and do feel free yeah. to introduce. Yes. Okay. Your we'll introduce our other people that are cool. <laughs> our wonderful so community here. In a yeah. nutshell, what's what's the Imagine My so City project? So, Imagine My City is really the, the the first part in a wider program which aims to empower young people to connect with other young people in their neighbourhoods and community to um, bring nature back into their backyards, really. Um, And so Imagine My City is the first step in that, and it's really like what Pam said, it's about visioning first. It's sort of like the first step for young people is to have a vision about what your city could look like, what would you you like it to look like. And so um, the first part of that is an event, a weekend event that we're going to hold in November which enables young people um, in the community where we're going to pilot this to explore their neighbourhood in a in a completely different way, we hope, which is a sort of a fusion of arts and science, nature-type education. Um, and we've got people here um, like Mel, who's, who's helping us with the coordination and the recruiting of the various people who are going to be part of that. We've got Carol here from the Mount Cook community because um, we've chosen the wonderful Mount Cook community um, for the pilot, and we've got Claire here from the Binge Culture Collective, and they're doing, helping us uh, collaborate and doing some participatory drama. And of course, we've got Cassidy, Cassidy yeah. here, who's our um, youth ambassador for Nature Through Art. So he's very instrumental in sort of giving us, steering us in the right direction, and connecting us to what young people that's, want yeah, as well. That's great because yeah. it's so important so, to have that viewpoint as well. Um, Cassidy, do you, do, can, you, can you just uh, jump up closer to the mic a little bit? So what excites you about nature in Wellington? Um, and what do you hope to... Uh, I guess you're kind of leading by example to other young people a little yeah, bit. Yeah, definitely. I would say that other young people aren't so sort of um, aware, is the word I would use, of nature than I might be. And ex- what excites me in Wellington nature? Well, the thing... Thing is, there's just so much you could do with a space like Wellington in terms of nature. There's not, not that I can bring to mind at the moment anything that currently exists, but yeah. um, it seems like the prospect for kind of a new sort of and and, and teaching uh, other people that it's totally safe to get out and explore and yeah, to be kind definitely. of unstructured and um and then and then use that I'm guessing as you guys in the project to be creative and to do to put it back into the arts and. Because I yeah. mean, I work in the gardens, and I um, what I love about that is that there's the science behind it uh, to to know how to grow plants, but then there's the creative, the arts, and the yeah, making it look great. Mm. Like, is that kind of s- some of what the project's about? Yeah, it is really. Yeah. Well, after the the event where we sort of have this art science fusion, um, young people are going to be invited onto what we're calling a hundred day challenge. challenge. Yeah. yeah, where um. Kids are invited, I'm like in the middle of the target age, and kids are invited to use any media they feel like using to create their vision of a nature-rich city. 
Oh, that's mm. cool. Yeah. Mm. So, 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 whatever they're interested in. So, if it's painting, if it's dance, it's cool. That, that's All right. The yeah. Well. Music. Um, yeah, or it theater. might be doing very something more, building something quite, you know, like building yeah. a neat lizard garden. Or yeah. Yeah. Wet a motel. Some, something because you know, kids have all, you know, created in their own ways. So we're hoping that we'll see a lot of different. Good stuff. Things cool. coming through. And so um, partnerships um, in Wellington, that's what's great about being on this community radio station is you meet all these people who are doing amazing things in the community, but you also understand that Wellington is a city. We all kind of know people who can help us out. And so mm. partnerships, big big um, in, in your project, aren't they? So um, totally, yeah. who have we got yeah. here? So uh, we're, we're like a mini, a microcosm today of the community here. So, so we've got Claire here, and she's from Binge Culture Collective. So, so what's so, um, yeah, what's Claire's so part in the project? Yeah, do you want to rock up to the mic? And, yeah. Yes. We'll have to get you to all put on different accents <laughs> really, <laughs> to make it so clear. I've got clear. a pretty strong Kiwi accent, oh, so good, you can good. probably Okay, yeah, if somebody could do me. Scottish in a minute, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm from um, a theatre company called Binge Culture Collective, and we do um, a lot of uh, interactive, participatory performance, um, a lot of street performance. Um, and our kind of work is really... Um, really set in New Zealand, really set in Wellington because it involves, you know, when it's out there, when you're doing something out on the street, you're involving people walking by and you're trying to get them kind of aware of the space and, you know, using sort of engaging those people in whatever your content might be, but but through that kind of performance. Quite instantaneous yeah, yeah, in yeah. the moment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we've got a um, performance called Wales, which is sort of our big performance, mm. which we've done in Wellington and in Auckland and in Picton, and we're doing it um, in Tauranga in a couple of weeks. More than a couple of weeks, about a month. Um, and uh, and that's where a whole group of performers are like whales and they swim through the street and then they strand near the water and everyone around, the public, have to come and look after them and save them. Um, and so, you know, involving people in a kind of natural way, but also then the effect that you have there is people hopefully become more interested in whales. Yeah, yeah, and get you know, to think, yeah. About, uh, yeah, think about the reality. Yeah, 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 yeah. So working here on the on the Nature Through Arts, we'll be doing some kind of performance. I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot shrouded in mystery yeah. here, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to just scratch away the layers. But, um, but um, some kind of fun. I mean, you know, yeah. theatre is all about, I mean, the word play, right? It's all about play. So like playing and playfulness and what yeah. Nikki was saying before, like engaging people in some kind of issue or something you feel is important through that fun imaginative that's kind cool of and I can space. see why people want to be involved you know mm. I can absolutely already <laughs> understand that yeah and yeah. theatre is like theatre also has this great power of kind of drawing all different art forms and all sorts of things together you know it's kind of been yeah. said to be the sort of ultimate art form because you can have everything in there you know you can have a kind of visual element and a, and a participatory element and a music element and all these kind of things um, yeah so that's so, yeah. that's so so exciting. so that's the really exciting challenge is using that like Claire says and actually bringing in this other stuff like there's there's other artists in Mount Cook that we'll be engaging mm. with as well um, like Kimmy and Nika we're really keen to have them involved they actually do some installations already in Mount Cook which mm. are quite cool and then there's uh, a range of like really like we call them bi- backyard biodiversity experts and so we'll have them there but it's There'll be in a mixture of non-fiction and fiction all happening at the same time. And, so. and it, it's all mm. at the site on Mount Cook. Um, so whereabouts is that? And, and what, remind me again of the date. Um, well, it's going to be uh, end of November. Oh, sorry, beginning of November during Conservation Week on the eighth of November. Eighth mm. of November. And how can yeah. people find out more about it and get uh, sign up and? Well, get... well, Mel is here actually. Mel is. Do you want to come over, Mel? Mel. <laughs> <laughs> Scottish accent, please. <laughs> 
Um, so, yeah, welcome, Mel. Kia ora. So, um, yeah, so what's your part? And, um, yeah, so are you kind of more strategic in organising the actual the day or the... I'm just the bossy one. The bossy one, <laughs> OK. <laughs> no, so my role is um, helping coordinate the event on the um, 8th of November and then supporting the children through the 100-day challenge as well. Mm. Cool. So at the moment we're engage, um, engaging schools and other community groups to come in and, um, well, you know, so we can invite the children to come along. Oh, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so um, the 100-day challenge, is that something that the children then go away and do kind of more artsy, creative stuff in their own time? Yep. Based yep. on the inspiration from the day, I'm guessing. That's yep. right. And we also Definitely. hope to have a number of events during the 100 days that may be in the community themselves, it might be in Mount Cook, etc. That'll, that'll be happening. Um, and also we hope to have an online presence so that we might have... Um, all sorts of things up online to help like kids. Facebook and your website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cassie's very interested in getting the technology up and running. Well, exactly. Yeah. If, if, yeah, if, so anybody out that's... there that's really good at this, we'd love to have you involved. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I'm guessing, yeah, because yeah. part of it is about kind of getting kids back into nature, but sometimes maybe the doorway is technology, isn't it? Cause, yeah. Uh, it's, so if, if there's a way of yeah. maybe even filmmaking and that kind Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mum and I were discussing this before. Um, (laughs) about the use of technology as a sort of promoting material for nature, as in, like, posting stuff to websites, creating movies or YouTube videos... Yeah, or think, anything yeah. like that. Exactly right. The reach of the reach the, and and the possibilities now is is much easier. Mm. If you, you could even Instagram the process that you go through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be an idea, actually. So, um, Mike, if, uh, what do you reckon about all that? Have you got any extra questions? I've I've got a huge list, and I only touched upon them. But, um, <laughs> no, no. Um, you want to say something? That about? sounded great. Yeah, you've. Um, you guys have got a, a pretty cool, so, so cool project. On you have there. you have just got a blog, haven't you? So so is we've that got, a, we've got a we've website got a, we and a Facebook page and a Twitter page, which we're about to get running. <laughs> Super cool. <laughs> so we've got our bases covered. And also, hopefully, sooner or later, we may get a YouTube channel. Right. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, but we do want to set up a blog for the hundred days. So yeah. that's quite a yeah. And do you need? I mean, do you, are you doing a shout out for any help with it as well, or is have you got kind of all that covered? Well, no, definitely. We're, yeah. we're interested, particularly so, in the technology space. Actually, we're all great at the arts and so we'll environment. Po- <laughs> super. So we'll post yeah. up all the links on our B sides <laughs> blog and get it up on our Facebook and. Start sharing like mad, eh, Mike? Is that right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Cool. Yeah, thanks for coming in, guys. there are children in the community that are interested in being involved, yeah. then they should let us know. Yeah, I will get the word out through the gardens. Can I just um, say a quick thing about Carol? Because Carol's from yeah. the Mount Cook community here. Oh, so yes. we just wanted to say, you know, thanks to Carol because... Um, Really, they're, they're such an inspirational community, and it is a pilot, so where we have the pilot is so important. So, Carol, you so facilitated Carol. the space. Just Sorry, just quickly, because we're... Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm from Mount Cook Mobilised, and one of the things that we do is we have, like, a garden restoration project, or a couple of them, in fact, and one of them's in the town belt, and it's um, started from a sort of, sort of a wasteland, and it's been planted up, and now it's looking really cool, and it's 
got a big picnic area there. So we have like a community picnic once a year in spring. Oh, super, yeah. Yeah, and um, we have kids come to that and we, again, try to engage with them and do plantings and sack races and all sorts of homemade lemonade and just old-fashioned stuff. Cool, and that's now tied in. So so that space was existing as it was and then now it's tied in with this project which hopefully are going to get more people. Yeah, because we've got a native stream there with native fish. That's one of our hidden secrets. I saw some photos of it, actually. It looks absolutely magical. So we, we will put up all the links and... Uh yeah, and get people um, yeah oh, clicking on your on your stuff. Um, it it is magical, and it becomes more so the more we sort of investigate it. And we're also just to say, the Kopapa Māori will be a really important component of, of of the whole, you know, the visioning of it. And we are we are sort of engaging with Tangata Fenua in the area just to 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 get that that richness. And what was it once like here? We haven't been here for all that long, actually. We're yeah, starting to yeah. see Kaka come back, but what else is here? What was there? Mm. So that we, the kids can sort of take that that depth, you know, those layers yeah. into, their, into their imagining about the future. Really, Carol, when we came into your community the first time, we scoped a number of communities. It was just a, a breathtaking moment for us to stand next to that stream and to see all the planting and all the work. And there's a lovely swing Hanging down off a high tree. Wouldn't kids love that, I thought? Yeah. Swinging out over that tree. It just seemed a bit magical. So it's just getting people into that space and and making people know that it's that. And and it's in their backyard. I mean, a lot of people don't have a backyard per se. Yeah. A lot of people living in social housing complexes, not a lot do have backyards, but the whole notion of what is a backyard is an interesting thing in itself, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. My backyard might be my beach or my... And this will yeah. this will be an example of what people can then take away and oh, go hopefully. home. Oh, yeah. hopefully, yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Um, yeah, it's been great to meet.